Today's podcast is sponsored by Carissa Wu's System for Six Figure Success. Want to say hello to more sales with less effort? Say peace out to your nine to five job? Want to be able to choose clients that don't suck the life out of your soul? You guys are in for a treat because Systems for Six Figure Success is what you've been looking for. Wedding photographer and educator Carissa Wu created a program designed specifically for you so that you can elevate your income, feel confident AF while taking your business and life to the next level. Inside her three-month coaching program, you get 12 one-on-one 60-minute live calls, two 60-minute strategy calls, audits on your website, copywriting, and email sequences, Slack access, and lifetime access to the course material, including any course updates. If you're looking for a curriculum and community that's crafted for your exact stage of business, the Systems for Six-Figure Success is for you. To find out more, visit the link in our show notes to go directly to the course page. Oh, and if you guys mention this ad, you'll get a one-on-one intensive with Carissa, which is a $900 value for free. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site, Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm so excited to be chatting with Carissa Wu all about how to master the dreaded sales call. Carissa and I talk about her unique style to approach a sales call in a more informal way to disarm the clients and couples and get to what's important to them right from the very beginning. How by approaching your sales call with high energy and being the first to reply will help you master your next call. A little bit about Carissa is that she's an award-winning wedding photographer turned business coach. With over a decade of experience, Carissa has built a thriving business and she is ready to share her recipe for success with other passionate photographers. And for all you extroverts out there, I think you're really going to love Carissa's approach to the sales call. So let's get excited. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have a wonderful guest on the line today. Carissa, can you say hi to everyone? Hi, everyone. I'm Carissa. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I'm so excited. And thank you for being a fan. That means so much. I'm so thrilled to have you on the show. We're going to be diving into one of my favorite topics. We're going to talk about how to master the dreaded sales call. So pumped about that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Your favorite topic. I know. I feel like it's such a good topic. And every time we have a show about sales or sales calls or, you know, strategy, it's one of our most listened to shows. People are, they struggle a lot with this. And I think I'm so excited to pick your brain and have you here today. So thank you for being here. You are so welcome. I'm pumped. Yeah. So before we get started, let's introduce you to our listeners. Can you tell everybody a little bit about you, your company, and how you got started? 
I'm Carissa Wu and I'm 36. I don't know why I said my age, but I'm in sunny California, Torrance area, if you guys know where that is, close to like Redondo Beach. And I've been a wedding photographer for 12 years. And now I'm a full-time coach for wedding photographers. And I have a podcast called Get a Heck Yes with me, Carissa Wu. And it's all about how to get a heck yes from your dream clients. Love that. Yeah, that's awesome. So how did you, so 12 years as a wedding photographer, when did you begin your education side? Um, I think I've always been teaching people. I was always very generous of people reaching out and just um, helping them and just, I've helped a lot of people just quit their nine to five. And I think I've got into the online space about right when I was pregnant with my first kid. So she's about four and a half. So I took like the Amy Porterfield course. So I've been trying to do it for a long time. Um, And then had its courses, eBooks and everything. And then I launched my three month coaching program, like during the pandemic, because I was kind of bored, not shooting. So I kind of pivoted and been doing it. And I'm so obsessed. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about all the things and definitely talk about your mastermind and the coaching and all that good stuff. But, you know, I think people really struggle with sales. You know, I know I'm a wedding photographer. I'm going in my 11th year. um, And it's just sort of like sales is something that you're not taught when you start your business. You know what I mean? It's sort of like if you didn't go to school for sales, you have no idea what you're doing. Yes. And I think sales people don't, it has such a bad connotation of like slimy, you know, use car salesmen and people are like, no, no, I can't do it. I can't, I can't sell my services. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, with that sort of mindset, it's actually doing yourself a disservice, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. You're leaving money on the table that you didn't know was there. So that's why I'm so excited to talk about this and really help everybody who's listening. Um, And maybe, you know, if they get one or two things out of this, like that is like a win. So I'm excited. Yeah, I know you have a lot of experience and you're a coach too. And congrats on booking out. Um, And I learned so much from you. And, you know, I'm always learning. I I don't say I'm like the expert at sales. Um, I don't have any like degree in sales, but it's just, you know, talking to your clients for so many years, you kind of, you kind of know the gist, you know, after a while, it's similar conversations. And, you know, I just want to get to know them and connect with them because it's important for me to connect with them because I want to have fun at their wedding and feel like I'm their friend. Yeah. Yeah. And everything goes better when you have a good relationship with your client. (laughs) Oh my God. And it's so much more fun. It's like, you're like hanging out. Exactly. Exactly. So let's get started. So can you maybe explain, you know, how you approach your sales calls? Well, I actually don't send my price list, but I have like, you know, my, um, like how much you're going to spend approximately on my website. Um, but after I get the inquiry, you know, I'm jumping up and down and I actually just text them and I just try to hop on a call that day. So you send them a text message. Yeah. And I think, I've been doing this for about five, six years, and it's good because I get an instant response and I just say like, it's just a 10 minute introductory call. So it's very easy. And because it's so short, usually they could hop on a call like during their lunch break or at that second, they're super stoked at that time. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. So you're not worried about like, do you have like a business phone number or is this like your personal text? 
call. It's my personal, my personal, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's so cool. I've never heard of anybody doing that before. I know. I mean, I haven't really got any stalkers so far, so I'm good. <laughs> but I haven't had, I haven't changed my phone number since like fifth grade. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I've had a, my phone number for a really long time. And like being in New York City, people can date you from your um, area code. So when people, are like, oh. Oh, you know, they're like, oh, 917, you know, is like coveted now, but before is 212. You know, and like people hated 917. So it's really funny. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I didn't know that. <laughs> so, you know, I would love to know, like, what are some of your goals, you know, um, to this like method to your call? Like, what do you, what do you want to get out of each just call? I want to like, create like this good rapport, good connection, like right off the bat, see if they're a real person. I'm a real person and kind of what I'm working with because, you know, you could vibe really well, be super excited and, I actually like to get some basic information from them and then, you know, sell myself a little bit and pretty much just be excited for them and then try to get on a longer like Zoom call, like a 20 to 30 minute Zoom call with them and their fiance. I got it. Okay. So maybe let's break this down a little bit. So from your website, you kind of have like some qualifiers, right? Like what your services start at. And if they meet your minimum, then you'll, then they reach out to you. Is that how we do this? Yes, exactly. Okay. And then you send them a text message and then you chat with them for really quick to get this more information. Yeah. And just kind of like see how they are. And, you know, I could ask for their budget or their venue and how many guests and yeah, it's just, it's just kind of fun because, you know, I'm excited when I get that inquiry, but they're really excited too, because they're not like bombarded by like vendors or emails yet. And they're still like on cloud nine. So they're, they're just like wanting to gush about their proposal and like their love story. Yeah. And also I, because I don't hear a lot of vendors doing text messages, you're probably one of the first person people to get back to them right away. Exactly. And I get back to them in like a second. Mm-hmm. So you're like already ahead of the game or you're like setting this good, you know, putting a good foot forward where you're like, I'm responsive. Yes. And I think bride and grooms, like they want to make a connection as soon as possible. Um, and they want to just like check that off the list of finding a photographer, finding a DJ, finding a florist. So I'm like, I just want to be first. Yeah. And, and maybe, maybe you could tell us like how many weddings do you shoot normally a year? Like when you were shooting? Well, this year is my last year, but um, last year, you know, 2021 was wedding season on steroids. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't even know how many weddings I had until I did the little like Adele highlights reel for my uh, New Year's Eve post. And I think it was like 35. Okay. Yeah. I mean, last year was crazy. With two kids. Yeah. <laughs> you, you need a vacation. <laughs> yeah. And then I was trying to do the coaching thing and the podcast. So it was just, it was a lot. So now I'm slowing down to just coaching. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. So maybe you can tell our listeners, you know, how can they start once they get the people on the phone, this client, this potential couple, you know, how can they start mastering this sales call? I think you could just, like you said in the beginning, like people get a little bit scared of sales, but it's not really sales. It's just a conversation and it's just getting to know each other and what they're looking for and, you know, their likes and their dislikes and what they're looking for. 
in a wedding photographer and you could just take it from there. You could get to know them, like what they do or what they like to do for fun, how they met. So basically it's just a conversation. Mm -hmm. And then when you get them, you know, to the second phone call or the zoom call, like you like to do where you're having a more in-depth conversation, hopefully with both parties, um, what kind of, what does that process look like for you? I won't go into like every little tiny step, but the bulk of it is like showing them your favorite album or your favorite wedding. Um, and I do this like from my album designer. Um, and then I put in Canva. I just walk them through the wedding and like walk them through their day. And I ask them a lot of questions if they're doing first look or, you know, if they love to dance or tell me about your family dynamic and just kind of explain my process. Right. Yeah. So when they have questions like about your process and stuff, sort of how do you have sort of, have you written out or is there a process that you have written about your process? I feel like for me, I work well with direction and a script and not that I read off of the script, but I like to have a place to look at and just get a highlight or two. And then I can jog a memory and walk them through something else. So do you, do you kind of do that or is everything off the cuff? Yeah. I mean, everyone's so different, but I have made scripts for, you know, my courses and I have an ebook about it. Um, so it goes like number one, create rapport and then photography related questions. Like what are your likes and dislikes and what are you looking for in a wedding photographer? Then the album viewing, then uh, telling them like your packages and deliverables, giving a little bonus or incentive and then closing the deal. So that's my little script. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, that's great. Oh, and you have a couple guides about this too. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's so helpful. I feel like it's so, for me, I'm very type A, but I'm also very sort of analytical where I need things spelled out for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like I, I need someone to just sort of show me the way, I, I guess it's like a visual learner, right? Like in school, I was a terrible test taker, but I could actually do all the work. I just was terrible at tests. It's like a weird thing. So I can see things once and then know how to do it. I think that's why photography and I oh. like work well together. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like if I had someone... And even with my students, when I like show them or show them how to do something, or you were to show me, then I'd be like, okay. And then I could put my own spin on it. Yeah. I mean, I just, it just takes me back to like network marketing when I used to do that in college and they would send you a script and kind of like cold call and like, Hey, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I worked in like, you know, different sales aspects. I worked at like the Apple store. I was an Apple campus rep and they took us on a bunch of like sales trainings. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's always good to have a little basis, but also making it your own. I feel like you're very personable and you're so bubbly and nice. Like getting on a call with you, would feel like talking to an old friend. Yeah. And same with you. When I first heard your voice on a podcast, I was like, I love your voice. It's so cute. So <laughs> Thank friendly. You. Yeah. It's like soothing. I really, yeah, it's so cute. Thank you. Oh, goodness. Like making me blush, but you can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd love to know, you know, from your past experiences, you know, what should our listeners, you know, focus on um, during a sales call? Are there things that we should make sure to highlight uh, when speaking to a prospective client? Yeah. I mean, I really try to keep it around 30 minutes. So it has to be high energy, but you have to 
really get to know like their wedding, but you also have to get to know them and you also have to break down walls, but you also have to ask them like what they really want and kind of dig deep because everyone is so different. So that's why I love the question. Like, what are you looking for in a wedding photographer or like what's keeping you up at night or like, tell me, tell me, tell me, like, just be super stoked about it. Yeah. Oh, so you ask them what their concerns are. Yeah. And I say like, oh, have you been in like other weddings in the wedding party? And, you know, they obviously have. And I just say like, oh, have you like noticed anything that you liked or disliked about the photographer? And they kind of dig deep into that. And you could just base your conversation on your, their answers. Yeah, totally. I will, I will share a story where I had a a new couple of mine. The mother uh, is very involved and she had told me she saw me at a wedding like the week before uh-huh. and she said, I didn't even know you were there. It was really nice. You were in the crowd and you weren't obtrusive. And she was sharing a sto- story about her son's photographer from a year prior who uh-huh. was in their face and she hated it. Uh-huh. So, you know, I think it's like a good selling point. Like, are you in people's faces or are you a fly on the wall? <laughs> Yeah, I kind of like I've been in those situations too, where you're just like, oh, they're so bossy, you know, Mm -hmm. so I kind of have like a middle ground. And I say like my approach, like when I have to give good direction, I do. But when I have to be like all photojournalistic, I am. So it just depends on the situation and also depends on like the wedding party and the crowd. Exactly. Yeah. If you have a rowdy wedding party, you have to be more vocal for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Like, hey, listen up, get over here. (laughs) You're like, over here. (laughs) Put down that drink now. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, we talked about maybe what to focus on, but what what should we avoid? Like, what are some no-nos not to say or maybe not to discuss during a sales call? Yeah, like you don't have to get so deep into everything in the wedding. And you can say, oh, we have like a a call, like a 30 minute call the week of the wedding. So we get nitty gritty into all like the shot list and the timeline and that kind of stuff. But this is just to get to know each other because I still remember this one day, like long time ago, I had this, it was like one of my old neighbors and we were like friends and they um, came over to my studio and I just like talked their ear off. And they look like so overwhelmed when they left. And I just felt so like dumb. I was like, oh, why did I do that? And they obviously didn't book with me, but it was just like, da, 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 you know, um, so much about wedding photography, but it's just like, no, like just get to know them, tell them the basic stuff and create that good connection. Yeah. I think that's important. I think also like reading the room is important. Yes. Yeah. Like being able to read the room. I feel like, I mean, this just happened to me, but I had a a proposal call. I I do things a little different, but I had a proposal call with a client and she get, you know, the first thing she said before we even got into the conversation, she's like, this is too expensive. And I was like, oh no, like, here, uh-huh. like it didn't, it wasn't going off on the right foot versus our phone call, which was amazing. Yeah. So she was so put off by the proposal, which is, you know, in itself, it could be, it's its own podcast episode, uh-huh. but there's, a, there's a theory and a process for that. And she was just so turned off that I was like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to win her back. So uh-huh. it was a painful, it was a painful call. <laughs> Oh, I, I I mean, I've been there, like some calls are painful and some meetings are painful and you're just like, 
so what do you want to talk about? They're like, yeah, you're the 12th photographer we talked to. I was like, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and how, do you, how do you deal with that? Like, do you, yeah. What are your thoughts about that? When you know that this client is not a fit for you? Well, it's cool now that it's everything Zoom or, you know, just a phone call. So you just hang up or <laughs> end the call. But, you know, back in the day, like pre-COVID, when I used to meet clients, like you're kind of just stuck with them. Um, but now I just, if it feels like a wrong fit, you just, you don't have to send them an email back. You have a lot of options. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, can, you can not reply, which, you yeah. know. <laughs> like they could ghost us, but we could ghost them, right? Yeah. I guess ghosting goes both ways for sure. Totally. <laughs> but I do think, you know, a nice way to, to sort of nip that in the bud is that you can be honest and just say, you know, I don't think I'm the best fit for you. I would love to give you some other recommendations. And, you know, most people, I've done that a couple of times, but, uh, and they respect that. They're like, you know what? We felt the same way or really appreciate it. Because at the end of the day, if that client, if you don't jive with that, if you don't vibe with them, the wedding day is going to be awkward. The engagement session is going to be awkward. Like, you know, read the room and read the red flags. I feel like people miss the red flags. Yeah, I mean, if it if it is like there's a lot of red flags and they're just gonna like suck you dry, you're just gonna shoot the wedding and like they're just gonna keep asking for things or be nitpicky. So it's probably in your best interest that you just say like let it go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it, I'm just thinking of. Did you ever see that um, the funny meme? It's like red flags, and it's like the worst advice you've ever heard of. <laughs> <laughs> like if someone, it's really funny, but like, if you, you know, if you're on a phone with someone, I, I would say like, as a photographer, I don't know if you have this, but I, there are like things that I will and will not, will not do. Right. And one thing I don't like is table shots. Like I just could spend my, I'd rather pull out my eyelashes. Right. Like, <laughs> so when a client or, you know, a parent of a client's like, we want table shots. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just not a fit for you because I'd rather be in the dance floor. You know, I'd rather be capturing all the action than looking for so-and-so for 30 minutes to get a picture of the table. Like it's not the best use of my time in my opinion, you know, like that's for me, but other photographers might love table shots because they hate the dance floor. You know, everybody's different. Yeah, Yeah. That's so funny. One thing I wanted to say to your listeners is, don't try to keep like discounting yourself and trying to like give more and more and more. It's a very bad, like downward spiral. Um, if Oh yeah, sure. I'll go to the venue walkthrough. Oh yeah, sure. I'll give like a parent album for free. Oh yeah. I'll do that extra hour. Like it's just really bad because they're going to just keep asking for more and more and more. So instead like keep adding value to yourself, like say like something a good review that you got or a compliment you got from the mother. Like you got that compliment where she said, Oh, we didn't even notice you. I got the opposite compliment saying like, Oh, you're like a director. I love what you're doing here. Like you're directing the whole day. Um, Just keep adding value. Like, Oh, like I saved the day one time because the power went out and I had like all my external lights and yeah, without me, it would have been pitch black, like fun stories instead of saying, Oh yeah, I'll get more and more and more. I'll do 10 hours. Sure. I'll do 12 hours. So yeah, it's now coaching students for about like a year and a half. Like I feel like a lot of people were doing that. So I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. Don't give, don't give away your time unless, you know, and don't give away things that cost money. Like an album costs money. Like you have to pay for it. Like they're, 
There are things that you can give away that add value to the clients that can help you make the sales call, you know, make you, you know, have them hire you, but don't, yeah. Like if you keep saying yes, they're going to take advantage. Yeah. And you're left with making like $1,500 or something. Yeah. And you might as well, <laughs> and at the end of the day with taxes, it's like seven fifty, So you might as well just stay home. <laughs> Be you with know? your kids. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, and not go shopping all the time. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. And, you know, I've got plenty of podcasts about knowing your numbers. So know your numbers. <laughs> yes. Yes. Know your numbers. I totally agree. So I love giving our listeners tangible tips and actionable advice with every single episode. I think we've got a lot of good nuggets in here, but I would love to know your biggest three tips when you approach your next sales call. Like what can our listeners look to do um, starting today? Okay. So you have to be excited, like your demeanor, you know, if you have to do the Tony Robbins thing where you're like jumping up and down or like jumping in a pool or doing jumping jacks, like you have to bring it. You only have that like, you know, five seconds to create that good rapport or like one minute. Um, So you have to be excited for them. And yeah, do your homework. You could, you know, study your notes, your inquiry form. You can find them on social if you want. Um, So yeah, that's, I guess, one tip. And I think another tip is to kind of tell them like, hey, you could let your guard down. Like, I'm just here to get to know you and you to know me. So you could say that from the beginning. So it kind of gives like a different vibe to the meeting. And I think another tip is people love like bonuses or incentives. So you could give like, you know, a free canvas and bring an easel or you could give like a free print um, if they book on the call. So yeah, people love that. All right. So a couple of uh, free things in there that add value and that are not breaking the bank um, for you to give them just to help sweeten the deal and make things a little fun for them uh, to be with you. So uh, before I let you go, let's tell everybody, I would love to know a little bit more about your mastermind that you've got going on. Let's tell everybody a little bit about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I got such a crazy review yesterday. This girl that I'm coaching, she did my three-month program and said she got 18 inquiries this week. I was like mind blown. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So my, it's a group hybrid um, one-on-one. So hybrid meeting one-on-one and group coaching. So it's three months and I'm all about getting the leads, mastering the sales call, giving the client experience, being the best wedding director but I give it all. So I have, you know, kind of old school techniques, but I also have like techie, techie stuff that it's kind of hard to implement, you know, like the, the lead magnet, the email sequence and all that fun jazz. Um, but yeah, I, I just put my heart into this coaching program. So, and um, yeah, you're going to, I have a little commercial coming out with you. So I'm just so excited. I'm ready to like push this out to the world. And I got some signups and I'm just so excited to share it to the world. That's awesome. Yeah. And you guys know after you've listened to today's episode, but if you mention the ad that played at the beginning of the show, you can get a free one-on-one um, coaching call with Carissa, which is a $900 value. If you mention the ad, I mentioned today's episode. So I hope everybody jumps on that because that be, that's so amazing. Thank you for doing that for our listeners that we really Aww. appreciate it. I'm so excited. And I'm so excited for your coaching. 
Thank you. Yeah, it's been going great. And I love my my people, guys and girls. And it's so I think, you know, I can feel it from you where it's helping people and helping people be successful is really, you know, my why. And I just I can feel that that that's what you want to do. You want to help people be successful and help people, you know, be the best wedding photographers they can be. And, you know, you're 12 years in, I'm 11, 12 years in, and it's like giving people all learning from our mistakes <laughs> yeah. so they don't have to start off from like ground zero. No, totally. And I think because me and you have been doing it for so long, like we see a lot of holes in people's business or they're doing too much or too little or like focusing on the wrong things or, you know, a lot of mindset shifts. So it's just like, we're, we're like the veterans, you know, we're just trying to help our little, help our, help the community out and just not struggle. Like, how we have probably in the past. Totally. Yeah. I mean, but when I, when we started, there wasn't, I mean, podcasts or they were not popular and, you know, I, I just had creative live and there was a couple of big names that are still around that, you know, if it wasn't for them, I, you know, I wouldn't have learned so quickly. So I'm very excited to help people and I'm glad you're doing the same thing over there in California and you can do the mastermind from anywhere, right? It's just online. Yeah. 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 And I kind of, you know, I want my, my weekends back. Um, I want to watch like my kids grow up and have those camaraderies with the families and do all like the t-ball and ballet, whatever. So I do kind of want to set my life of like working around like maybe 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. and then just like call it a day and then have my weekends back. Yeah, I love it. That's a dream. (laughs) (laughs) Like We love being wedding photographers, but at some point you're like, you can't do it forever, right? I mean, not really. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like my anxiety is like through the roof the days I have the weddings. And I actually feel like when I'm shooting the wedding, it's like a break because I get to focus on one thing. But, you know, I have to like take the two kids like to grandma's house and all the stuff. And my neighbors are like, where are you going? Like they think I'm going on like a long vacation. I'm like, oh, just to work, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I love that. Well, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for being on. Let's tell everybody where they can find out more about you, your services, the mastermind and say hello online. Yeah. So check out my podcast, get a heck yes with Carissa Wu. And you can find me on Instagram, Carissa Wu, C-A-R-I-S-S-A-W-O-O. And then my photography Instagram is Carissa Wu Photography. So definitely say hello. Definitely. And you guys can swipe on up right now. Click on the show notes, click on the link and let Carissa know you listened to today's episode. Carissa, thank you so much for being here. This is such a pleasure. And I hope to have you on again soon. Thank you, Janine. Well, that's it, you guys. I hope you liked today's episode. I want to give a big shout out and a huge thank you to Carissa for being our wonderful guest today. It was so much fun getting to chat with you, and I loved uh, learning about your approach to uh, sales calls and how you deal with them. And I hope people took away a couple of good nuggets from this episode. If you guys want to find out more about Carissa, you can swipe on up, click on the show notes, and let her know you listened to today's episode. All right, you guys, I can't wait to share our next cup of tea together. Bye.